Hey, you guys, welcome back. This is Heidi St. John, and you have found the Busy Mom podcast. Uh, You can find me on Facebook. Some of you have been asking about where else you can find me. I am all over the internet, actually. Uh, You can find me at The Busy Mom on Facebook. But what I really hope that you'll do is follow me at thebusymom.com where you can subscribe to uh, my blog posts as they come out. You can also go to iTunes. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe by visiting iTunes and clicking on the subscribe button there. And then you won't miss an episode. Um, I wanted to kind of pick up today where I left off a couple days ago talking about um, our daughter and a diagnosis that we received when we were about five months pregnant with her and just what the Lord did in our heart during that time. And I told you that I, I spent a lot of time in the book of Isaiah. If you go into my into my Bible, my old Bible, which sadly I lost, which don't get me started, but I, I don't know where it is anymore, but I marked that Bible up in Isaiah especially. I love Isaiah 41.10, for do not fear, for I am with you, says the Lord. Don't fear, for I am with you. We talked about several days ago that the Bible says God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Over and over and over, God addresses fear in the Bible. And first he wants you to know, A, it's not from him. It comes from the enemy. Fear is a spirit. And B, God wants to come and meet you in that place where you're afraid and meet you in your fear. Don't fear, the Lord says, for I am with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, sometimes we watch people walk through things that are absolutely horrible and we don't know how they do it. Have you ever have you ever experienced that? You've seen somebody and they're walking through the death of a loved one or um, some sort of an accident or a catastrophe that has happened in their lives and somehow they have peace and somehow they have joy. And I really believe that the reason that they have peace and joy and that they're able to go through those things, it's not that we don't cry and rend our garments and wonder why. It's that we trust in the Lord and he really does give us a peace that passes understanding. And you can't experience that peace unless you've been there. You can't understand it in someone else's life unless you have experienced it in your own life. And it really is a peace, the Bible says, that passes understanding. That's the kind of peace that's available to us as we walk with the Lord and as we go through things that are difficult. God wants you not to put your eyes on your circumstance, but to put your eyes on him, to keep your eyes on him, fixed on him. Because when we keep our eyes fixed on the Lord, the enemy has very little opportunity to worm his wicked way into our thoughts and into our lives and mess with us. Because we're covered by the grace of the Lord, even in difficult situations. So Jay and I went through the last four months of our pregnancy with our second daughter And I told you, I struggle with fear. And there are many times I just, I lived with this just gripping fear. You know, what if she has a heart defect? I wasn't so afraid of the Down syndrome. I was really afraid of her being born and possibly dying. That's what scared me the most. And the day that she was born, the room was filled with different kinds of 
doctors. There was a neonatal intensive care uh, pediatrician there. There was a heart doctor there. Of course, there, my obstetrician was there. Um, my mom was there. My husband was there. Most of you don't know me, but if the, those of you who do know me very, very well know that whenever Jay and I have had babies, it, it's always like a, a little bit of a party. There's always a whole bunch of people in the room with you when I have babies. I don't know why. Mostly my sisters, I have a whole bunch of sisters, six of them. Actually, five of them. I'm the sixth. Uh, and so this was a celebration for us. It was an opportunity that God was going to give us to meet this new precious person. But it was tempered by the fact that we knew that there was a very real possibility that she was going to be sick, that our daughter was going to be sick. And I wrote about it at the blog. If you're interested in seeing pictures from when Sierra was born uh, there at the blog, there's a blog post. I believe it's called When the Experts Are Wrong. And if you scroll kind of halfway through that blog, you can see the look on my face when they handed her to me. When I heard her take her first breath and heard her first cry, and Dr. Sargent handed her to me and put her on my chest, and he said, she's beautiful. She's perfect. All I could do was cry. And you'll see that in my eyes. You can see, I don't know, I think it was my mom who took that picture of me. Because all those months of fear and pent-up frustration and anxiety and worry were released in that one moment when I heard the Lord say, I've got this. And you know what? Even if Sierra had been born with a heart problem, even if she had been born with Down syndrome as my niece Kendall was several years later, I know now beyond a shadow of a doubt that God would have met me there. In the same way that he meets every one of his children when we call on his name, he gives us peace that passes understanding. You see, as believers, we don't need to be afraid of the future. Because we trust in the Lord. The Bible says in Exodus, some may trust in horses and some may trust in chariots, but we, God's people, God's children, we trust in the name of our Lord. It's easy in the society and the culture and the time that we live in to trust in technology, to trust in doctors, to trust in homeschooling. We want to trust in formulaic parenting. So many parents today, I see this on the, uh, in elements of the Christian homeschool movement, where we are putting our trust, we think we're putting our trust in the Lord, but really we're putting our trust in formulas and ideas and ideologies of men. When the Bible says that His grace is sufficient. And sometimes we parent our children out of fear, and sometimes we go through uh, pregnancies like I did, and a fearful thing will happen, and we live in fear. And sometimes we live our entire lives in fear. And you know, I really believe if we got a fear problem, we also have a love problem. Because the Bible says there is no fear in love. That perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Some of you are like me, and you grew up in really fearful situations and fearful environments. I always tell my husband I felt like I grew up at DEFCON 6 all the time. We never knew when the bottom was going to drop out, never knew when there was going to be a fit of rage or anger. And it shaped me. 
And the Bible says perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And God's not trying to punish you. He loves you. He's trying to teach you through the circumstances that you're going through more about his love and his grace for you. So trust him today. He's trustworthy. And if you'll let him, he'll prove it to you over and over and over again. You know, I want to take this opportunity to invite you to come to a retreat that I am doing uh, all around the country. I'm doing these. Our theme this year is fearless, and we're going to be digging deep into God's word and spending some time together with other women. I have several uh, friends who are coming to speak with me at some of these events around the country, but go to my website, please, and check it out at thebusymom.com forward slash come away. And you can see what the Lord is doing in our ministry and what we're excited to bring to you this year. I will be speaking around the country starting uh, in February, the first weekend in February through about the middle to the end of July in different places around the country. You can see my schedule online. I hope that you'll come out and say hello. I would love to hear what God is doing in your life, how he's teaching you to trust him, the situations that he's brought you through that have taught you how to be fearless in your walk with the Lord. You know, there's an entire generation of young people right now who are looking for hope and change. They're looking for that peace that passes understanding. And if you know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you have at your fingertips access to the power of God. You do. You have what the world is looking for. Don't be afraid to share it. Don't be afraid to say to someone else, boy, I see you're struggling with fear. Let me tell you what God's done in my life. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I love that verse in the Psalms. If God's done something for you in your life, share it. Share it with somebody else. You have exactly what you need to get from here to wherever it is that you're going. Because the Lord says he's going to be with you. He will make your path straight. I'm going to end today with Psalm 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on on your own understanding. In all your ways, in everything you do, acknowledge the Lord and he will make your path straight. Some might trust in horses, some might trust in chariots, but we, the people of God, trust in the name of the Lord. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.